I think uh, the impossible thing should be in fingers, and then you get sauces with it. Well, they do. The, the like KFC dip, came out with impossible them. fingers, right? The chicken fingers. Okay. They're made out of not meat. The beaks. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not cruel. They can still live without their beaks. They're just like, yeah. oh. Right. <laughs> right? Exactly. You don't have to kill them to get their beaks. Right. They don't need them. They don't need a right? beak at that point. I mean, they just get, they yeah. go and you just give them droppers to eat, right? Right. They don't need a beak. Please. <laughs> yeah. Chicken beaks. Fucking oh chicken beaks. <laughs> I wonder if that's going to be Jimmy's invention. Oh, jeez. Ah. All right. So is it time? Oh. Is it time? It's time. Oh, uh -oh. Close enough. It's sublime. How do I turn off my thing? Uh, camera. And now I wait. I start this show here, and I got to start the recording there. Here we go. There you go. Oh, in this world filled with pod shows, you have found the Boom Xers. We are four friends too young to be baby boomers, but we're too old to be Gen Xers. We get together on Thursdays at 7 p.m., and we broadcast live on podbean.com. Something so, happens at 7, but I wouldn't call it a show. Yeah, I know. So anyway, my name is Dave, and I am in Pennsylvania, and I've got my three friends with Hello. me. Hello. First, we'll go to our tried and true in Michigan, Miss Sherry, Sarah, Sandra, Sarah, whatever. What's up, Sherry? Just living in a winter wonderland of hell. Winter wonderland. Uh, Cindy is in North Carolina, still having some technical difficulties, trying to connect on her cell phone, sitting in the corner of her house. What's up, Cindy? Cheers, people. Cheers. And finally... Last but not least, you remember him. He's the Florida man himself, but he's living in Michigan. Mr. Jimmy Artie. What's up, Jimmy? I'm here. You're here. <laughs> <laughs> Are you uh, having fun in your sister's house there, Jimmy? Yes. All right. <laughs> he's sitting in the hallway of his sister's house, and he has to be very quiet. Uh, all right. I'm going to shut up. And I'm gonna turn this thing All over right. to Sherry. Sherry, you tell us uh, tell us who we're not sponsored by, will you please? Well, on this frigid day, we are just so not sponsored by LinkedIn because this gang of sorts is looking for less work and not more work. Not sponsored by LinkedIn. Fucking LinkedIn. Link I, me out. I hate LinkedIn. Yeah. Every. It's just, no. Every time I sign up for LinkedIn, I'm in for a week, and then I realize I don't want to communicate with any of these douchebags, and so I cancel my account. Right, I mean, Are any of you other guys on there? I'm on the LinkedIn. I, we might be friends on the LinkedIn. I think we are. Hmm. I think that's because I'm not on Facebook, and that's one of the ways that I was able to find, like, 
Kathy Kubicki and um, my old boss, Gary Horton, and some other people that I wouldn't be able to find. But I'm rarely on that thing, you know? Yeah. I just go in to, to see if I I remember one of my old people from either EDS or my Detroit life or some other part of my life. And sometimes I find them. So, Jimmy, are you on the LinkedIn? No, I canceled that. Okay, so you were linked. See? That's why we're not yeah. sponsored. We're all unlinking. So, so yep. Yeah. Come on. We all were linked at one time. Everybody gets on the link. You get on the link. Yeah. And then I'm right. off the link, though. I got the hell and off. Off. Yeah, but I don't right. understand it anyway. So right. I just use it to connect with randos from my past life. Yeah, which turns out Horton. You you worked for a guy named Horton. Remember Gary Horton? I don't remember Jerry? Gary. Yes, Horton. I sure Horton, do. Here's a I who. love Gary. Please. Yeah, he, he's he's a good he's dude. A cool dude. Good dude. Yeah. yeah. But who? A lot of LinkedIn now is recruiters go out there and they just scour, and mm. um, they reach out to people um, on LinkedIn so they can make money off finding you a job. Right. Oh, so, um, but it just like a lot of platforms, people go a little astray, you know, they'll be putting political stuff out there and you're like, it's supposed to be about finding jobs, right? Um, so not too bad. I mean, it hasn't gone full on Facebook, but it gets a little fringy. But when I was thinking about that and that, you know, maybe we're all about less jobs and not more jobs, um, (laughs) There's, have you ever had any or like funny stories or um, difficult breakups with a job? Hmm. Hmm. You know, was it easy for you to just go, fuck it, I'm out of here? Oh, always been easy for me. (laughs) Always been easy for me. Did you always in your professional career give like a big amount of notice or did you have any, you know, take this job and shove it moments? Well, mostly in my position as an IT guy, if you quit, they want you out that day because if they give you two weeks, you can fuck up their network and shit. Mm. So they kind of, in EDS, you know, they had the security guards at my desk walking me out, so... Uh, oh shit! Nobody really ever took two weeks. It was just I quit. Okay, see ya, bye. Gotcha, because they don't want you there creating havoc. Right, but there have been the times when I just walked in and said I've had enough with this place, and you and and I walked out. So, so did they have codes there? Like code was it your situation? Code, code black. Red? <laughs> no, I don't know that they've ever done that, but. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past EDS security. They they kind of thought they were cops or something. So you were pretty cut and dry. I'm out. Yep, pretty much. The um, But what about when you were younger and you had more like manual labor jobs? Well, they were mostly for your dad, so you couldn't quit. Right, couldn't um, quit. Yeah, okay. What about you? Um, I'm, I sometimes have a hard time breaking up with people on jobs. Huh. Um, that's because mostly you've been a independent contractor. Yeah. So it's not just like walking out on a douchebag boss for some corporation. These are like, uh, clients that you worked with. 
But I did just do a, a little breakup. It took me a while. But I have kind of like a little side gig that I get into these things where people need help with something. I'm like, I can do that. And then all of a sudden I'm like, why am I doing this? I really don't want to freaking do this. Why am I doing this? But you're really good at it. I, I, ah. And then I just, all of a sudden I'm like, I really don't want to be doing this anymore. So I started off with an email and it ended with, I'm not saying goodbye to you just to the work. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh my God, I'm so bad at this. But I made myself laugh when I hit send and the guy came back he's like yeah i i get it i don't i don't even want to be doing it and i own the company all right thanks goodbye <laughs> um but side gig stuff it's just it's i'm bad i'm a bad breaker upper and then i'll stick around going well i got the extra time i could i could do this and it's like Bleh. so what about you cindy my- uh, I think the hardest job that I had to break up with was the cafe. Like we were trying to sell it for the longest time. So we still had to be there and not tell anybody about it. But, um, EDS, I think I gave my two weeks and then went to work for Gary. And then when I worked for Gary, um, I worked on like, uh, programming, um, like there was always an end date like specific contracts, yeah. like for so many months. And yeah, then I, I don't, I don't recall having a hard breakup. I wish I would have left one job, but when, when I told him I was going to leave, this was before this was during college or something. Uh, he's like, no, he made me stay till the end of my shift because I was the best data entry person or something. I, I wish I would have just locked out because they were dicks, but whatever. Dicks. No, I kind of do have a hard time breaking up like, like Sherry's saying. So what about some of your, um, cause you took some fun side gigs and delivering flowers and stuff. Were those hard to walk away from or? Um, when I, when I um, walked away from them, I was I was going to uh, the Bikram yoga training, so it was it was like, hey, I gotta go to this thing. So and then I was leaving town. So no, not really. I mean, they were they were cool bosses and stuff, but yeah, I get. I think I've done something like that, and I probably erased it from my mind. Kind of like what you're saying. Oh, I have extra time, and I can do this for you. It's easy for me, and then all of a sudden, start regretting my decision. And that that's kind of hard to break up with. Yeah, yeah. Because you know you're doing someone a favor, and even if you're getting paid for it, you don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And there's like, oh, but all all of my customers love me. I'm like, look, everybody loves me, dude. I mean, that's that's, that's not enough of a reason. <laughs> you know, that's not it's just not enough. I, I gotta go. Hey, Jimmy. Um, how about yeah. you? Do you just walk away from jobs that you don't like, or do you have trouble? Uh, I just fill out my contract. I mean, mm. the last part of my career was just contract, contract. So that. What about easy. like the sausage shop and um, the lingerie shop and? And when you worked you on know, the those line, jobs in the auto factory on the line. Oh, I just walked away. Just walked away. He said, fuck it. (laughs) That's it. I can see him walking away, taking off the apron from the fucking sausage shop and just throwing it on the ground. Fuck it. I'm out of here. 
That's all, the, it. all the neighborhood dogs go, you know, clamoring around this <laughs> sausage-laden freaking apron. Jimmy walks nope, away. Yeah. Fuck it, I'm out. So you're, you're just Irish. Good night. Bye. You know, see ya. Yep. Jimmy's yep. out. Yeah, yep. I see that. I can see that with Jimmy. And and was it because at that yeah. era you knew you could just go into something else, or you were just young and crazy and walking uh, away? No, I think you were saying stupid, young and stupid. <laughs> <laughs> stupid. I heard stupid coming out, right? Jimmy? I heard that too. Uh, mostly in uh, young years. Yeah. Oh. All right. Yeah. Before uh-huh. twenty. Before uh, mid twenties, yeah. For Jimmy Young is like before thirty at this point. Well, it, it yeah. also sounds like Young and Stupid are two separate things. Yes, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes, right. some stupidity right. lasts long, long right. after youth. Right. I'm gonna carry stupidity, stupidity with me forever. Yeah, exactly. I'm old and stupid. Right. I was young and stupid. Now I'm old and stupid. Yep. Keep it going. Yeah, so jobs, J-O-Bs. <laughs> Some people it's easier to break up with, I guess. But it's yeah. it's always been harder for me to break up with, like, the little side gig things than a big job. Well, those are the worst because they're your friends or your family or something, right? Yeah, than... or just somebody that you just feel like, hey, I, you're trying know, to help I out. my own business. I can, right. You know what? I can help them out, and I could probably right. learn something because I'll learn a different aspect, and then all of a sudden you're like, why am I still doing this? Yeah, I didn't really want to learn that at all. Yeah, no. I, I learned that I didn't want to learn it. Yeah. Goodbye. Right, see ya. Thanks. So, so, the, so the next time you do it, give give also give yourself like a end date yes like an exit route like right. sure i can do this for you for the next week right. you know if you're if you're feeling like helping don't have that open-ended situation yes i'll give you three hours that's what i'll give you it's my exit. <laughs> and i'll just, just go in like hey if there's one thing i'm committed to it's ending this thing Right. So let's put it. Let's put it timestamp. Right. I'm, I'm committed to an exit strategy. So yeah, I'm totally committed to that part. So let's yeah. get that taken care of right up front. And you get rewarded with a a clown Sunday. <laughs> I'm not what? even sure why. At, at I, the end, what clown Sunday? Yep. Hmm. Cindy, is that like you, ice is cream? that a lot of ice cream and, and stuff? Right, and and there. Uh, they would decorate it with uh, little plastic clowns. They would. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I never and had like a, uh, like a circus tent. Hmm. And it was a clown Sunday. Hmm. I've never heard of this as a exit strategy. Me neither. But, uh, hmm. Clown the clown Sunday. Sunday. Right. Yeah. Or or a banana split. Can you use it for anything though? Like ending a friendship, Dave? Ooh. Yeah. Wait. I will end all of my relationships. Like every day, I'll just end a relationship with a banana split and then a chocolate sundae and then like some with sprinkles and M&Ms on it. Oh, yeah, dude. No, but it's just like the horse head in your bed, right? Oh, yeah. Uh oh. Here comes the clown sundae. I am looking forward to ending some relationships. <laughs> you know, you know what's sure. over? Because here comes the clown sundae. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, 
fucking fabulous. Wait, does, uh, does the person that does the person you break up with get the clown Sunday as well? I don't really care. Oh yeah, you're giving it to them. I don't care if they get it. I'm getting it. No. They don't no. know they just got the clown Sunday. Right. It's it's your it's your reward. Oh, so you, as you're breaking up with them, are eating the clown Sunday? Yeah, yeah. that's what you. It's what it's your reward for. Right. That's what you aim for. Right. Gotcha. I dated you for three mm. months. It's time for my clown Sunday. Time my clown Sunday. This is my exit. Just so you know. Where's hey, my... it seems like we're getting along, and you seem really happy over there. Yep. I got my clown Sunday. I'm just looking forward to my clown yeah. Sunday. Never to be seen again. Yep. Okay. I like that. You got to negotiate it up front. So you know that moment. Clown Sunday. All right. Yeah. And then you're over it. They're over. Got my clown Sunday. Oh, Not my gold yeah. watch. Oh, shit, yeah. Shit, yeah. I'll get over anything with a clown Sunday. Please. Yeah. Okay. Um, speaking of getting over things, uh, Cindy's got to get over the fact that she missed one of our conversations about the nasal ranger. Yeah, she has an ought to. Yeah, right. Like, what was she doing when we were talking about the nasal ranger? I think she was out of. Commitment. I think. She, she I was, think my. I think my she was still. No, you were still in St. Pete, and you were just drinking too much wine that night. No, this was the first time I was. Two weeks ago when I was on this fucking cell phone. All right. Well, let's hear but, your ought um, to correct. Well, two weeks ago when when we when you guys were talking about it and I was trying to reconnect, I still hadn't read that article. But then since then, I have read the article and then I didn't realize you guys talked about it. But I just want to do a quick autocorrect because Jimmy sent the article around, but apparently, Jimmy, you only read the headline as well. <laughs> And nobody else read the article. Has anybody read the article since? No. I did, but I've already no. forgotten it. I don't read articles. Well, it's this guy from 3M that worked in odors and scratch and sniff. And I'm just going to like really quickly say that he created this device that it does look like a pair of like super large binoculars that you stick to your nose and you can sniff out scent. And um, when I Googled Nasal Ranger to look for the article, two funny things happened. One was, I guess, there was a series of Ford Rangers that really smell bad. They <laughs> 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 have nothing to do with this article. And uh, marijuana growers, pot growers, uh, are worried about the Nasal Ranger because it can detect very strong smells and the town of Bessemer, Michigan, I'm not sure where that is in, in the whole hand state. Uh -uh. Um, they they spent $3,500 on this thing because Colorado has been using it um, uh, positively to sniff out people that are growing more than their allotment of marijuana. Ooh. Yeah. But that's not necessarily the only thing that this – this um this device does it he's also working on it sounds positive to me he's also working on helping local and federal governments have regulations on businesses that emit like odor too much odor um like meat processing plants or other places or, that 
like caused like a horrible smell nearby where you live and it's like nose pollution which wasn't regulated before in the past but now that he can um like detect it and have a level um like how strong it is at certain times you know i think it's uh i think it's a positive thing huh. as far as living in those in odor pollution areas yeah yeah, I agree. Because I used to live next to a candle factory, and oh my god, this shit stank so Really? Bad. Yeah, it was horrible. Where was this? Well, it was the one with, uh, who was that actress who had a candle that smelled like her vagina? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you <laughs> should have seen when that was in production. Oh, it was horrible. I needed a nasal ranger. But where were you? Yeah. Where is it? What? Shut up, I'm lying. Come on. <laughs> You guys are all like, you live next to a candle factory? You live next to a goop? <laughs> oh, what's it? Uh, was it the pheromones? Yes, that was it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I when I moved to Jacksonville, they still had the the paper mill in production. Like since then, it shut down. But I remember on some mornings it was rank, you know, walking walking to class. Oh, and yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. and then there was also like a Maxwell House um, coffee factory, which actually smelled good. But somebody might not think it smells good. And and he was saying that usually these smelly plants um, that emit these you know terrible odors are in lower income uh, neighborhoods. But yeah, there was like only, a always. some exam. It was a very, very, very long article. And, you know, I recommend it when you have a lot of time and nothing else to do. <laughs> but <laughs> like no internet. <laughs> but, but I'm thinking if they're shutting down businesses based on excess odor, Dave, you better negotiate your clown Sunday because they're shutting down Sleepy Hollow. Easy, easy. Because there's I, excessive what? smell coming from his butt. I don't fart at Spring Hollow. What? You go, sit there with a the plug all day? I go to the Wawa and fart. Please. What do you oh think? My God. Come on. Please. Negotiate your fucking clown Jesus. Sunday. Jesus. What the fuck? Somebody shows um, up with a nasal ranger. So the nasal ranger has some goods and some bads to it. So I'm thinking our boy Jimmy's probably got something much better for us. What? Jimmy. You got an invention. Yep. You ready yeah. for this? Well, I we don't know ready. whether we're ready. We'll hear it, but I don't know that we're ready. Okay. So. Here it comes. Back in, back in the old country, Poland. <laughs> the, especially in the winter, they have a problem with smog created mostly by the townspeople's way of heating their houses. And, uh, so these uh, Polish scientists came up with this device that uses sound waves to push the st- stinky hydrocarbons up higher into the atmosphere and away from the town. Oh, but it, wow. But it makes this loud noise that beeps every six seconds. And... uh People are complaining about it. So to counteract the odor pollution, they cause noise pollution. 
uh, pretty much. Hmm. But you could rent one of these machines for two fifty to three seventy five an hour for, of use. To just to do what? To, to blast a wall of sound at the smog uh, and push it away. Huh. So in a city like L.A., would the thing just have to be running 24-7? Mm, yeah. So then we'd be hearing Probably. all these beeps. So every six seconds you'd hear a big loud beep. Yep. What do you think, Sherry? I thought Jimmy was going to add to it and he was inventing something else. No, because they said that that nope. when the smoke when the smog lands on their house, it stinks like, you know, bad. Bad. Stinks bad. Smog lands. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine smog landing on your house. I don't understand what that is. I just got smogged. It's landing on my house. It's coming in for a landing. I don't know. Fucking smog. Jesus. Well, a a fart would land in your nose. Ooh. I'll tell you what. Yep, you're right, Cindy. I'm taking it back. Maybe smog does land. No, no. Have you ever no. been hit by smog? You've no. been to L.A. a lot. You're right. Yes. It's just there. Absolutely. It doesn't land. It, it's just it there. Drifts. Oh. It, it drifts. Oh, my God. Knuckleheads. Knuckleheads. All three of you. No. Mostly the boys. Easy. Settle what? down. That's why oh. they, they like clear umbrellas there. Yeah. Why? Well, I mean, so you can see the smog. What? I mean, why do you need clear umbrellas in L.A.? So, on a heavy smog day, you could see it and keep it from getting landing, getting, landing, <laughs> landing on you. Yeah, you can yeah. push your way through it with your yeah. clear, uh -huh. clear, clear umbrella. Yeah, here it uh -huh. comes. All right here comes the smog. I don't know. I think Jimmy's real invention was the clown Sunday. Well, yeah, so I'm going to let him pass on right. this one. Fuck the smog thing. That's dumb. I, I thought it's... it was going to be something we had to like rate because it was a Jimmy invention, not Jimmy talking about an invention. Yeah. So I'm going to go back to the clown Sunday and I'm going to rate it two thumbs up. Oh, 100%. Clown Sunday, 100%. Um, speaking of clowns. Easy. You gotta, you, Easy. You, 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 don't, you got a game. You got a game for us, clones, don't David. Even start with me. I do have an intro challenge, though. Oh boy, I heard it might be difficult. <laughs> Not really. The songs are okay. easy, but I just mushed them all together so fast you won't be able to tell them apart. Fuck. The intros okay. will all sound like one song. So, how many different challenges do you have, and how I many have, songs are? I have. Two individual challenges. Each has three songs. Okay. And there's kind of a theme, but I'm not sure I know what the theme is. So, <laughs> um, 
I, it will have to tell you. I kind of thought I had a theme, but then after I play them, I'm not sure I have a theme. So, but Jimmy, are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. All right, we'll give it a go. Yeah. Here we go. Intro challenge number one. There's three songs. It's real quick. It almost is like one song, but there's three of them in there. <laughs> Ooh, wait, there's only three songs in there? There's three songs and you know them all and they are Well, like... I thought there was like five. <laughs> there could be almost Seriously, because you did a little longer of each one, Here I thought. Go. One more time. Here we go. Yeah. Hmm. I definitely know number one. Uh, the other two I know, but I can't. You can't I, quite can't, get them. You got to do it one more time. I'm going to do it one more time. Here we go. <laughs> Jimmy, pay attention. <laughs> I love it. Okay. <laughs> Do I remember what they are? I don't fucking remember. All right. All right, let's try and get number one. Jimmy, who do you think number one is? It's, uh, hold, let's hold on, hold on the line. Oh, close, hang on. Close. Yeah. Good enough. That is hold the line. Who is that? Toto? Toto. Hold the line. And what's number two? Give it to us again. Two, two. Okay, here we go. Point of no return, Kansas. Ooh, it is Kansas. Wait, is it point of no return? Yeah, it is point of no return. (laughs) (laughs) It's hilarious. And then the last one. That's Chicago. It is. It's, uh... They all sound the same. Yes, they do. Here, I'll play the answer. Believe in, believe in me. Believe in me. Uh, that's the first song. That's the Kansas. No return. And here we go. Oh yeah. Does anybody know what real time it is? Yeah. Does anybody really know? Gotcha. <laughs> so, I think the theme there was those bands all sound the same to me. Oh, and I thought it was all uh, groups that Sherry hates. <laughs> Another one. Yes, I would agree with that. You hate those bands, right? They do oh. all kind of say they're very uh, tinny. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. I'm, nope. I'm not sure they were Cindy's favorites either. Cindy? Um, I loved that song by Toto, Hold the Line. Um, I remember when it came out. Um. But not much into Kansas, and I'm okay with Chicago. I don't hate them. That song, Jimmy. 
Yeah, Jimmy, what about you? You loved all those songs, didn't you? What? You're a I big... liked, uh, uh, yeah, I pretty much liked them all. Yeah, sure. He's a big Toto fan. Yeah. So. That was, that was kind of, uh, that was, in, uh, in response to, uh, punk music. <laughs> like, uh, like the opposite think? of punk is what you're saying to me? In more, uh, more popular. Total? Yeah. The opposite Mm, of punk is what that was. Please. So the the Toto song, Hold the Line, we used to sing uh, Toe the Line because my basketball coach in high school, we used to do this drill that was called the Killers where you'd run from the end line out to the foul line and then back to the end line then back out to the center court and then back to the end line and then all the way back to the other foul line and you had to do it within a certain time, and they were called killers. And so we used to sing, uh, Toe the line, killers aren't always on time. Wow. Because <laughs> the coach used to yell, Toe the line, when it was time to do the killers. So we call them suicides. Yes, correct. Jimmy, do you remember, did you have to do those in your sporting career? Yep. What'd you call them, killers or suicides? Yeah, it was like uh, you had to get under a certain time. Yeah. Yep. Or you don't, or you don't play. Or no, you do another one. Yeah, another one that you're going to be even slower at. Right. You're definitely it not. Never made it sense time. to me. It's like, how do you make me keep doing it when I couldn't do it the first time? Jesus. Yep. Christ. And I think our basketball coach, it was always. Um, God, it was just awful because it was you were based on the slowest person. Yep. So oh. you had that one person oh. that didn't make the time, and everybody had to go again. Everybody hated me every time. They did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were that guy. Oh, they hated me. The whole team hated me. It was a horrible thing. All right. They should have just put a candy bar down there. They, oh, then I would have done it. Yeah. Split. Wanted each of the fucking lines. I'd have been the first one fucking done. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. I'd be sitting at the end eating my candy and they're still running. Butterfinger Zagnut. Butterfinger Zagnut. <laughs> Zagnut. How do you pick Zagnut? Because <laughs> all... I, I didn't want to say Zag Balls. <laughs> Zag Balls. Uh, how, about, how about the million dollar bar? Ooh. Ooh. There, you mean the hundred thousand dollars? <laughs> oh, it's up to a million. It's up to a million. Uh, to a million now. Inflation. <laughs> oh shit. Oh fuck. All right, intro All right. us, baby. I have another ch- intro challenge. I think there was also a theme, but I don't remember now. We'll see what happens. Uh, easy songs, but I mashed them together, so it'll be hard. Did you hear all those? I, okay. Yeah. Yes, but I definitely need you to play them again. Yeah, because the fir- uh, first one was kind of light. Yeah. All right, here we go. I'll play it one more time. Here we go. Oh, yeah. You know this song. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you grew up in Douglasville, Pennsylvania, you know all those songs. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess then you know them all. <laughs> Well, I definitely know number three. I recognize number two, and I have no idea what number one. Oh, I totally know. Oh. I well, no, no. Number one, oh. I need you to play just one last time because I know that song. Oh, everybody and... knows that song. All right, do it again. All right. Now, if it went two more beats, oh, Cindy would know it immediately. Okay. Like, so right there goes into the actual song. Yeah. Please let me be any one more time. Take me But I don't know who sings it. I don't really Shut know. Shut up. You do too. Supposed to be sung, but I knew it. <laughs> yes, you did. That's you... that song. Jimmy, what's the name of it though? Jimmy. What? The first one. J- Rock me a little more. Yes. Who well, sings it? Now? I still don't know it. Uh, it's like. Uh, I did slaughter it. The Doobie Brothers. Yeah, the Doobie Brothers. Take me in your arms is the name of the song. Take me in your arms, yeah. Rock me, rock me a little. Um. All right. So what's the second one? Wait, hang on. It's uh. Wait, it's coming. Yeah, I know that. that is that 38 Special? Ooh, look nope. at you. 38 Special, my girl. Um, uh, and I can't think of the name of... I mean, I had that... It was actually the album. name of the album. Oh, uh... I still don't know it. All right. Wild-Eyed Southern Boys. Oh, okay, yeah. And then the last one. We're going to leave this one for Cindy. Cindy. Molly Hatchet, baby. Molly Hatchet! Here, I'll play all three of them, (laughs) the answer. Take me in your That is Southern Rock, and that every person in Douglasville, Pennsylvania, knew all those songs. Where was uh, Where are the Doobie Brothers from? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Jeez. Because I don't really consider them Southern Rock. You don't? I guess. I guess I do I now. I, I don't know. They're from uh, Michael McDonald. I thought was from SoCal. SoCal. Yeah, they but were. Was he, well, he wasn't. He was later on for the Doobies, anyway. And they weren't a hundred percent Southern rock, but in that time frame, they were kind of southerny. Okay. But no, you're right. They well, weren't really Southern rock. They were more of like a, a, like a, in a uh, Baptist kind of way. <laughs> yeah, in a Baptist <laughs> kind of way. They were a little spiritual. Yeah. They were from San Jose. 
Some whole side. That's not even Southern California. That's Northern California. Yeah. The shocks. They knew the way. All right. I like it. Oh, Santa Way. San Jose. No. Do you know the way? That was not the Doobie Brothers. Do you know the way to San Jose? Oh, ouch. I thought I thought the second one was uh, Boss Gags. Really? Yeah. Like uh Lido or The Lido's Shuffle? No, it couldn't have been. There's no way the second one could have been Lido. Please. But, oh but... please. Oh, we, used to, we used to call it Fritos. Fritos? <laughs> Fritos? Oh, 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 oh. Is that like you're going to the bathroom after you had too many Flaming Hot Cheetos or Fritos or something? You got to do the Fritos shuffle. <laughs> Watch out. Is anybody in the can? I'm doing the Fritos shuffle. Jeez. Why is coming back to poop with me? Oh, my God. Excuse me. What? So, um, were you smoking Doobie by the time you came to listen to the Doobie Brothers, David? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yep. My two good friends uh, were also mischievous people that used to like tag the high school and shit, and they their nickname was the Doobie Brothers. We they should have been the Douchey Brothers. <laughs> Douches. They were douchebags. Um, <laughs> did you ever did you ever smoke doobies with the doobie brother douchebags? Oh fuck yeah. I went to college. They <laughs> I, one of them was my roommate in college. <laughs> oh, the, douche, the doobie brothers. Shit. Um Speaking of Doobie. But how old were you, Dave, when you licked your first uh Toad. Uh, Indiscriminately, (laughs) by the way. Indiscriminately. That would have been in college. Those were college years. That was was your toad-licking years? Well, I didn't get into the psychedelics until college. You know what I'm saying? Well, but you also apparently were not that discerning with what toads you licked. Well, you know, you learn, you read something about toads can get you a trip if you lick them. So you go out and you lick a toad and you don't trip. And then somebody tells you, no, it's a special toad in fucking East fucking Asia or something. It's not even in America or something. I don't even know. Um, are you discriminating against non-American toads? <laughs> yes. I mean, if you're going to have hallucinogenic toads that you can lick, they need to be in my backyard. I have a pond. Well, I have a pond. They're at least American. Right you can find them in Arizona, I think. Oh, they are? Uh, hmm. Southern California. Huh. In Southern California. Those lucky people out in Arizona and Southern California. So did everybody read that article about the um, toad-licking crowd? No. My, yeah, I did. The bufo. Yeah. I thought it was smoking. They smoked uh, what? something. You thought they were smoking the toads? Well, because they, they milk the toads, and then they um, it's poison, but they... Go out at night, and these toads will freeze if you put a flashlight 
in front of them. And so then they milk the toads and they got like these magnifying glasses or just some kind of glass there that they let it squirt onto. And if it dries, all the poison goes. Um, and then that's what they smoke. Huh. They let it so, dry up. So when you say they milk a toad. It's not from their penis. Do they have like a fucking cow fucking udder and you got these little tiny things that you're kind of going and you're no, milking them? I think they emit them from like somewhere by their neck. It's like a what? defense mechanism and, and shit goes out. Oh, okay. So it's oh. like gathering the venom like a snake. Yes. You, whatever. Wherever it comes out, you kind of squeeze and you're getting I know. shit. I got you. All right. Jimmy knows. Yeah, Jimmy's I got know. an answer. All right, it's look. not. It's not that. It's the udder. Oh, shut the fuck up. You can't have one without the udder. Exactly. Can't have one without the udder. But I can't. Jimmy, did you read the article or no? No, I'm thinking about a Mounds candy bar. Oh, okay. So Jimmy has gotten into his own little toads, apparently. Uh, But this is something the uh, rich people are doing now. And it doesn't give you a long, like, multi-day buzz or anything, but you get outside yourself and people are curing their lifelong phobias or childhood traumas or whatever from doing this. Hmm. Yeah, there's um, there, there's centers for that. Correct. <laughs> so if it was, centers I mean, I'm sure studies. it costs a shit bucket of money, but if it was free, Jimmy, would you try it? Uh, would you do the bufo? It, I, there had to be a, like some kind of a occasion, I think. Right, like the sun rose. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, a, it's morning. Let's let's do some toad jizz or what is it? Toad venom. So you do? would potentially do it, Jimmy. Um, see why not? Thank, All right. Thank you. Um, Cindy. Dave. Wait, no, Cindy. <laughs> we all know well, I would you do know, it. There was a, I, I know from that article and also listening to uh, Mike Tyson and actually Tony Robbins talk about their experience, it's super intense and you have to have somebody there guiding you through it. And I think one of those guys had to be tied down, probably Mike Tyson, because you go through, like, serious shit. But when you're done on the other side, um, you are clear of your past baggage. And it does sound interesting to me. And I think if I was single back in my days of trying everything, I would definitely say yes. But right now with my girlfriend partner that isn't really into those kind of things, I'm not sure if I would do it. But there was at one point in time in my life that I would definitely do it. And I think it's super intense. And a lot of people have, have, you know, changed their life because of it for the better. But it's not like an everyday drug. It's like one and done. Yeah, actually hearing that, I might choose not to do it because I'm more of a guy who just wants to have fun. I don't need no introspection bullshit, you know what I'm saying? But, but I think, I don't need here's no spiritual the thing. ride. 
fall. But I think what it does is it gets rid of everybody's got some kind of baggage. It gets rid of that shit. So then for you, it would just make it so then you would enjoy your other buzzes even more. Huh. huh. That's what I'm thinking. Hmm. It just gets rid of some of your shit. So here's the real question. Would Sherry do it? Oh, for fuck's hey. sake, I'm scared of my own shadow. Sherry doesn't do anything. <laughs> Nothing at all. Except Miller Lite. <laughs> That's she does. Some wine in there and too. some wine. There's she some gets wine. some. She gets some Beauchembeckler wine. But I was fascinated by it. But I mean, I would. I I would need like fourteen babysitters because <laughs> I would be so scared. Because everybody's like, you just you're you're out in totally another world. But again, it's not. Um, it's not a multi day thing. And some people are in and out in fifteen minutes. Hmm. I like um, that concept. Right. And it- and it's supposed to cure like uh, really bad PTSD, you know. Like it it separates the experience, so you can still see it and remember it, but it doesn't carry any emotional charge or depression within you. So you actually can go on and and live a normal life instead of like always being afraid of, you know bombs going off or whatever it is yeah it was interesting i would recommend reading the article no no but the guy there was a guy that wrote a book about um how this has to be accepted and uh because what cindy was saying there's a lot of people that instead of going to 15 years of therapy people are getting that all crammed into one session or the ptsd etc um but the guy that wrote the book talking about this he actually had a bad trip and he's Mm -hmm. still espousing doing it but his uh trip was not so sexy apparently so it was kind of honest that even but he's seen what how it's helped everybody that he still was recommending it you know it's weird how our medical system in america really put a halt it's almost like the, in the, I don't even know when it happened in the fifties or whatever, all of this kind of medicine from these natural sources, uh, a fucking toad venom. I mean, the use of LSD, all this stuff is outlawed in the sixties and seventies and nothing can progress. No actual progressing in the, in the help for PTSD or other mental illnesses. And now somehow we're, we're finally getting to a point where we're opening up and we're accepting this kind of stuff. You tell people, you tell my dad a fucking toad, you lick a toad and it can actually help <laughs> solve something. He's like, shut the fuck up. If it's not something that Pfizer invented, okay, he's not on board. But hopefully, no. you know, I mean, this shit's actually been around forever. People have been using this kind of medication forever, though. Your, your more indigenous people have always went to the natural remedies the plants and the other animals well and it it got ruined by fucking white america because they probably did it the way it should and we got to fucking od everything supersize me baby instead of doing micro doses well i'm okay with i'm okay with od i settle down okay you settle down 
right? I'm talking about just making it legal. That's what I'm talking about. Right? But I mean, I think that's why it got the stigma because people were fucking dying and just yeah, doing true. the supersized triple Big Mac instead of the little single cheeseburger. And now they're finding ways that it can work without doing the crazy, you're going to fucking go Pulp Fiction on them. Oh, yeah. Pulp Fiction me, baby. Yeah. Whatever, toad liquor. Toad liquor, dude. Well, that's when I read it. You licked the toad. So I was licking toads. I was eating every mushroom that I went next to it. Hey, that's a mushroom. I'll eat it. See what happens. It's it's like taking a, a, a page out of the New Age way to life, you know? Is it? Yeah. Um. So like, I've got a follow-up question for Cindy. Cindy, oh, yeah. pay attention. The like um, the children of the last age. Jimmy doesn't care, so, Sherry. So the children, the drug-produced children of the last generation. I don't know. Cindy, yeah. so yeah. How, how did Mike Tyson and Tony Robbins, were they together on this trip? Or are they just two separate oh, people? Oh, no. Okay. They uh so Mike Mike has uh his hot box hot boxing I think it's called podcast that I I caught on uh, YouTube um, back in Florida when I had internet and his guest one as the one time was Tony Robbins and it was just a short clip which was quite long but it didn't go on through their whole whatever hour plus conversation it was maybe twenty minutes. It, but they had each done it separately and they talked about their experiences. And uh, Mike Tyson has done it more than once. And Tony Robbins was saying, wow, usually it's just one time. But, you know, Mike Tyson's kind of like Dave, a little excessive. Easy. Um, <laughs> Easy. <laughs> he bites off ears, licks toes. Yeah. To Mike Tyson. But oh, my God. The fascinating part was what Tony Robbins was saying. It, he kind of went into this conversation about, there's a group, and now I can't remember their name, that's composed of um, ex-FBI, ex-CIA, you know, ex-military, and it's a volunteer uh, organization, very undercover, that goes and tries to break up, um, like, the human trafficking um, circles and stuff. And Tony Robbins was able to go on one of the missions, like, undercover, and he said it was so sad, you know, because they bust these people, but then there's all these young kids, you know, little girls and boys from the age of seven up to whatever, and they have to integrate them back into normal life. But they are still carrying this terrible experience with them. And um, he wasn't recommending Bufo for them, but there was a doctor that kind of, he, he kind of went on a different tangent, but something like Bufo would clear, you know, would separate that terrible experience from these children so they could actually go back into society and lead a normal life. Nice. It's, it's pretty fascinating. I would check it out. Right. If you have internet. <laughs> I'm interested in going back to a time before Tony Robbins existed. Hmm. I was thinking that I would take Bufu to get over listening to one of our episodes. <laughs> The shock. Ooh, and 120 is gone. <laughs> Thank God. Woo! I'm right? telling you. Okay. Just, just my what? thoughts. Jimmy. What? 
What do you think? Uh, I'll pass. You'll pass, yeah. All right. On Tony Robbins or on Bufo or on the podcast? (laughs) Or on the whole podcast? All the above. That that era. Yeah. Pass. No, thank you. Pass. Settle down now, people. No, you settle up. What are you going to fucking start contributing to this goddamn show? Excuse me. I brought two motherfucking intro challenges. Must I motherfucking remind you? Yes. Two motherfuckers. Fucking A right, dude. I came prepared for my audience. Tracy, did you enjoy those songs? Thank you very much. All right, settle down. Okay, I got a question for Jimmy. Uh oh. Jimmy, pay yes. attention. Well, okay, so technically or theoretically, I'm supposed to get internet tomorrow. Will you be able to do a Jimmy Reed next Thursday? Yeah. All right, cool. All right. Oh, yeah. All right, thank good. you. We're doing Jimmy Reed's because I'm done doing intro challenge. Oh, I'm done. poor Dave. That's too fu- too much fucking work. I don't know how the fuck you do it, Cindy. Jesus. Jesus. I mean, well, I, I can't I, even I think I of the song. I lyrics for Jimmy and Jimmy reads them. But you know what's funny is that Toto was going to be one of one of the ones that I did. Oh, look at that. On uh, the next one. But I guess I'll scratch that one out. I put that in your head. Just me working on it today. No, it was way back. Oh, fuck. it was way. Oh, way in fine. Back. Well, then you put it in my head. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Oh, she's she's adding the Jimmy Reed skill to her LinkedIn profile. <laughs> That's a there skill. You go. <laughs> that is a big skill. I should, I should put Boom Xers as my job. <laughs> What's the thing <laughs> what? on LinkedIn where then? Other people can go, and they're basically giving you check marks for your skills. Right. Do you know what I'm talking about? So we right. could all go. Just she could put oh. Jimmy Reed's as her skill, and we all oh. say we endorse. All right. Her I'm signing skills. up for LinkedIn again now. If we're gonna do that shit, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh my god, we should just do that. <laughs> <laughs> just skills, Jimmy Reed's creators. Oh, excels at the skill. Oh, endorsed by Dave. Endorsed by Sherry. <laughs> Right. I'm all on board for that. So who do you think will will offer me a job then when they mm. see these skills? Easy. Oh, Colbert. Yes, Stephen Colbert. Ah. Exactly. Ah, okay. God Colbert. damn it. Because you know he's he's on my LinkedIn. Right. That's right. You guys are buds. We are buds. Um yeah. I like that. I do Colbert, too. all these guys, you know, Stephen Breyer, the old fart. Uh, Supreme Court justice is retiring, and it's it's almost like a fart joke. All these Jimmy Kimmel and Colbert were all just making age jokes. Um, seems kind of lame. That's hey, all I'm saying. Hey, wait, Jimmy wait. needs to write for yeah. them. Hey, wait, wait, he wait. makes a he makes a hell of a ice cream. He Who does. does. We're going right back to the the Briars. The Briars make some good ice cream. Uh, the Clown Sunday. Full circle, baby. No. Jimmy, did you see how he did that? That was Alanosis. <laughs> I don't know Alan. Who? Alanosis? Who? What? 
Alanosis. Does he have halitosis? Who's a tosis? What? No, they Mycom- made they Mycomosis? made that and other confections. They made candy, and they and they uh, they had that and a tin roof Sunday. And uh, a tin roof. Tin, tin roof. Tin, tin roof. roof. <laughs> Tin roof. Roof. <laughs> Shit, cuz. <laughs> Easy settlement. Tin. Tin roof. Rusted. Fuckers. You're all fuckers. Wait, I'm, I'm, not, wor- I'm not working it for more than another 45 seconds. <laughs> have, have you ever had a Boston cooler? Wait, we yeah, talked about the Boston we Cooler. We talked about the Boston Cooler, Verner's. But it was, Var- it was Verner's. And then I was like, why Boston? Because of the Boston area in Detroit. Something, whatever. Yep, Shut Boston up. Edison what? District. Jesus. You yep. hop. Hey, what about um, Spotify? We're also not sponsored by them. Did you see the big uh, Neil Young? You did. Uh, yeah. Pulled his shit so, off hey, of Spotify. But- but this worked out well for me because now there's going to be a Neil Young channel on Sirius XM. So wait, somebody else sold their whole collection to Sony. Oh my God. So Bruce Springsteen did, and then Bob Dylan sold the songs, Bob. but not the lyrics. What? How does that make get, any sense? I don't, I don't know. I don't get how that works. So That's, somebody, mm, I, I'm confused at that. I gotta, I gotta expansigate on that. Doesn't make sense just from the idea that if you're going to sell it, sell it all and just get all your cash. But maybe he already sold the lyrics. Oh, there you go. He um, sold the lyrics to Michael Jackson, who sold them to Sony <laughs> fucking a decade ago. Who sold them to the Beatles, who sold them to... Right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. It gets confusing. But yeah, it was something about selling the songs, but the lyrics are being sold separately. That's weird. Because I don't know if people are thinking they're going to put Bob Dylan things on, like, pillows that they sell. I don't know. You know those... Oh, well, maybe he already has a book of his lyrics out or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. It, it's, a, it's just a, ch- a chain letter. It, that all ends up back to him. Hmm. A chain letter. Yeah. Is it, uh, Sherry, is it, is it? We have to stop yes. and end this mess. Chimney crickets. Uh, I think it's time to go. Unless, Cindy, you have something else to say? Uh, nope. Jimmy, do you have something else to say? Uh, I have to go to the bathroom. All right, no, <laughs> I didn't want to know that. Sing us out first before you go. Sing the closing thing. Uh, it's time to go. <laughs> to go. It's the end of the show. <laughs> So put down your beer. Sherry, put it down. And get it's the down. The Miller Lite. Fucking Miller Lite. Good night. Good night. Jimmy, see you next Thursday. Jimmy, cunt. All right. Are we still doing that whole say goodnight thing, Sherry? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you want to go first? Yeah. All right. Mm. All right, go first. Uh, good night, fucking Frito Shuffle. Fucking Frito mm. Shuffle. Jimmy, say good night yes. to something with an F. <laughs> <laughs>
Who's going to help him along? Good, good night. To who? <laughs> yes. Oh, Cherie. Oh, sure. <laughs> good night to Cherie. All right, Cindy. Good night, fucking freak show. Damn you. <laughs> what did Cherie say? Fucking Frito Shuffle. A fucking freak show. Okay, good night, fucking fuck fucks. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I mean, if, if you repeat it like that, it is unique. It right? is. And you fucking fuck. Fuck fucks. fucks. Jesus. Jesus. Right. Jesus. Oh, I, I, have I have it. Oh, wait. Jimmy's got a, another what, Jimmy? good night, everybody. Hang on. Uh, fruity flower power. Hey! Ever. Our boy Jimmy. <laughs>